We are starting a new series here called Live to Tell. Now, before we jump to straight to the word, no. Um, next week, if you are not aware, is Mother's Day. So it's a great opportunity again for us to invite our mothers or yung mga kilala natin na mga uh, nanay sa buhay natin. Be it our tita, our lola, or your mom, or the mom of your friend. It's a great time for us to invite also to church. And not only that, no, we are two weeks away from our Create Youth Summit, and registration has been in full swing. So the slots are running down fast. So we want to encourage you again. For some of you, nagsabi na kayo, pupunta kayo doon. You just have to register so that we would really secure your slots. So again, Create Youth Summit is going to happen two weeks from now. Please register after the service. We're starting our new series called Live to Tell. And basically, we're going to talk about the reason why we live. Now, for some of us here, we live too blank. Okay, so that's, that's what we live for. Whatever that blank is, that's the reason why we live. Maybe for some of us here, uh, we live to earn, and there's nothing wrong with that. We live to earn, we live to, to, to be, become more successful. Or maybe for some of us here, we live to become uh, happy. We live to experience joy, especially, you know, life is short, might as well enjoy it. For some of us here, we live to, uh, to love, to just experience being loved and to love. No mga nakaraang dalawang uh, linggo, no? especially no lumabas yung Avengers Endgame, there are some people in your Facebook who live just to spoil. May kilala kayong ganon? Talaga iniwasan mo na, tapos parang... It deliberately pang isi-send yung screenshot. Grabe talaga yung <laughs> nakakainis eh, ba? Some live to spoil. Some, some people, they just live to, uh, to have a negative view in life. You know, people like that, it seems like uh, it's always negative with them. It's always like the opposite of what's going, of good things is going to happen. Sabi mo, hey, grabe, ang ganda-ganda ng panahon ngayon. Uulan yan mamaya. Ang mga ganun. Diba nakakainis yung ganun? Parang kinokontra ka lagi. Now, we may have different reasons why we live. We live to blank. We live to help our family. We live to support our family. We live to make the world a better place. And whatever that blank is, there's really nothing wrong with that. But here is one thing I just want us to realize. Have you ever thought about this? When Christ came to save you, when He gave His life for us, and He gave us eternal life, have you ever asked yourself, bakit kaya hindi pa ako kinuha ni Lord? Kung okay naman na, why is He asking me to stay in this world that is full of problems, full of pain, and full of hardships? Kung niligtas na ako ni Lord, bakit di na lang kaya pagkatapos niya akong niligtas, He could have just brought me straight to heaven and everything's going to be okay. Because the answer to that, that blank, means our purpose. The reality and the fact that God didn't take us away yet. The fact that you have someone who is sitting next to you is a testimony already that you and I will live for a purpose. That blank Whatever that blank is, you don't have to be a Christian to fill up that blank. But as Christians, I hope and I pray, settled na tayo. The fact that we're breathing, the fact that we're living, is that we have a purpose. And if we go straight and we look at the pages of the Bible, we live not just for ourselves. We live for God. We live to tell. We live to share. We live to make disciples. We live for a mission. 
And that's what we're going to look at for two weeks, today and next week. How do we, how do we help you fulfill your purpose? I know people in Victory Green Hills are so good in doing so many things in business, in family, and all those things. And we're, we're so blessed to see you grow in whatever field God has called you. And in the same way, that's why we want to help you also grow in your purpose in God. Para, uh, para sa dulo ng buhay natin, at the end of our life, we will have no regrets. We get to do what we want to do, and we also get to do what God calls us to do. Wouldn't you want a life like that? That's what we're going to look at today and next week. Let me read to you Luke 10, verses 1 onwards. It says here, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Let's bow down our heads in us pray. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are our God and that we are your people. Answer us, God, so that we may hear your word. Let fire come down from heaven and consume us. In Jesus' name, amen. Just to give you a context about that, no? Jesus, during this time, has already spent uh, a couple of uh, uh, times teaching already. So, marami na siyang naituro. He's been preaching. He already has his 12 disciples. In fact, the previous verse we read in Luke 10, in Luke 9, uh, Jesus sent out his 12 disciples. Parang OJT nila to. Eventually, Jesus will leave them and the 12 disciples or apostles will be the leaders of the church. But before that happened, Jesus was preparing them. Parang may OJT sila. So look nine yon. They've seen Jesus preach, they've seen Jesus teach, they've seen Jesus heal people, and they've been already sent out by Jesus in Luke 9. Now here's interesting. In Luke 10, he didn't Jesus this time sent out his disciples, but not the twelve. It's the seventy-two others. We don't know who they are. There's no names indicated there, but it's it, malamang, 12 doon, kasali pa rin siguro sa, sa 72, we don't know. But the reality is, it's not just the 12 this time that Jesus sent out. Sabi doon, He appointed 72 others. Why is that so crucial for us? When we're saying to you that we, should, we are all called to go and make disciples, yung iba sa atin, iniisip natin, okay, yes, I get it. Pero hindi kasi ako si pastor eh. I am not like uh, si, sila Coach Chell, Pastor Dennis. I'm not like Pastor Edgar. When he speaks, there's prophetic power. I'm not like uh, Pastor Francis. Very smart, very engaging. I'm not like that. I'm just an ordinary person. I go to church. I barely make it into my work. Have lots of struggle. Imperfect. Hindi, hindi ako kagaya nito mga super apostles. You know what's interesting? The word others means it's not the same as the disciples. I want you to get this. We used to think Jesus would only use those mega people, the mega Christians, the pastors, the campus missionaries, the, the, the Astig Victory Group leaders. But in this 
point, or in this verse, Jesus deliberately chose the others, ordinary disciples, like you, like me, like the person next to you, like the person behind you. It's, there's nothing there that makes them special except this. They were called by God. They were appointed by God. Now, not only that, when Jesus appointed them, He didn't send them out, oh, 72 kayo, ah. Oh, tigi, isa kayo, 72. No, look at this. He sent them ahead two by two. Why is, this so, why is that also important? Jesus is aware that when we are doing His mission, that it will be hard. And there are so many things that we already experienced, and you would agree with me. That there are certain things in our lives that it's so hard to face when you are alone, right? Same thing with the mission of God. This mission that God calls you and I, tayo, ordinary people, <laughs> we don't have to do this alone. We could do this in community. Kaya nga sabi niya doon, two by two. Kasi kung mag-isa lang, malamang madi-discourage ka. Kailangan mo na may tutulong sa'yo. In the same way, if we want to fulfill the mission of God, we need to do this as a church, collectively. You know, um, last week we did our mid-year strat plan, no? and we had our uh, very quick meeting, and we're very passionate to reach out to campuses. It's not only that, but believe God that the campuses or the campus ministry that we're starting would eventually help uh, start a church, wherever that would be. And it's, kung isang tao lang nag-iisip niya, nakaka-burden yun. But it's so nice to have a group of people carry the load with us. And same thing with you. Maybe you are here and you want to be used by God, but you're just scared. We, ha- we are here for you. The church is here for you. But please, you have to allow someone to enter your life. Ang hirat nung sasabihin namin lagi, we're here for you. And then you would say, yes, yes, thank you, thank you. No, thanks, pero hindi ako pwede, hindi ako... It's so hard. It has to be reciprocated. Tiba naranasan nyo na ngayon na purong ikaw lang nagmamahal tapos hindi binabalik? <laughs> Tiba? We, I love you. No? <laughs> like, ganyan. And you know, it's painful. In the same way, we're here for you. We're here for you. It won't work if you won't reciprocate. Okay? So God appointed ordinary people and called them together for a particular purpose. And not only that, there needs to be a change in the way we would view things. Minsa kasi iniisip natin, di ba? Pabalik tayo doon, tako pastor, hindi mo alam yung trabaho ko. Hindi mo alam yung mga katrabaho ko. Sobrang hirap, sobrang tigas. They're, they are atheists, they don't believe in God, they hate God, they are angry at God. Okay, sobrang, naku, mahirap masave to, malabong masave to, uh, pastor. You don't know me. You don't know my friends. You don't know my family. You don't understand. It makes it look so easy. But look at this. Before Jesus asked them to go, He told them to pray because He knows that we need to have a change in our mindset. In our minds, with our eyes, we see and we judge other people. Na hin- na, ay, mahirap to. Ay, hindi niya, hindi niya accept yung gospel. Pero in the perspective of God, He said that it is harvest. Sa perspective natin, hindi lang siya hilaw, buto pa siya. Ay, malayo pa to. 
Pero sa perspective ni God, harvest, ready. Sa Tagalog ay hinog. And not just harvest, but the harvest is plentiful. You see, that's the problem. Tanggapin na po natin, judgmental po tayo mga Kristiyano. And our number one judgmental remark is, hindi pa siya ready. Mahirap to. And what we're actually saying is, love ka ni God, pero mukha kang di ka loving-loving, iba na lang ilalove ko. But in the perspective of God, it's different. God is inviting us. Every time we go to church, every time we pray, I hope there's a change in our mindset that when we pray, we see, wow, mukatong imposible, but God in your eyes, it's already harvest. It's not just one, but it will be plentiful. It takes eyes of faith. The world doesn't have eyes of faith. Christians do. It's time that we open our eyes. And Lord, yung kinakata natin, make our hearts beat. Not just our, His heart with our heart, also His eyes with our eyes. To help us see beyond what we can see. Yung iba po sa atin dito, may mga anak, magulang, kapatid, na parang imposible nang maging Christian. That's what you see now. I invite you to see with the eyes of faith and make a decree, a declaration. Lord, it's harvest. Lord, his or her heart will be open. Lord, it will be plentiful. That's where we cry out. That's where we pray. That's where we say, Lord, please, bagui mo, Lord. Promise mo to eh. You know how we love to claim promises of God, right? We claim healing. We claim provision. We claim breakthrough. This is a promise we can claim. Lord, we claim harvest. Lord, we claim hindi lang saktong harvest, plentiful harvest. This is a promise you and I should claim. Put it also in our promise account because this is ours in Christ. We, Jesus is inviting us to change our perspective. It, does, it may look like it's impossible. Yes. But it's not yet the end. Because from God's perspective, it's not. It is harvest. For some of us here would say, Ang hirap kasi, pastor. Tutulungan mo, sasaktan ka pa nila. You know that? Have you ever tried that? Nagmabuting loob ka na, pinagsamantalahan ka pa. You know what I love about Jesus? He's not defrauding. He doesn't say something, tas magbe-bacon switch. Biglang, ay mali pala. Lord, sabi mo, tas mag- Look at the next verse. Sabi niya, Go, and I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Jesus was very honest and upfront. Yes, it will be hard. Yes, you are like lambs, which is a prey, okay? Of wolves, which are the predators. Yes, we may be taken advantage of. Yes. Sometimes you may be offended. In fact, right now, there's persecution happening all across the world. Sri Lanka palang. Yes. But, but, in the eyes of God, those same wolves are the people that God wants to bring close to Him. You see, the problem is not really, mahirap kasi. The problem is not really, hindi pa kasi ready. The problem actually is us. What do I mean by this? There's a study that was done in the States. I'm not so sure how it applies to our nation because we are a very religious nation, pero malamang may influence na to. Sabi dun sa research na yan, 
almost half of practicing Christians, millennials say evangelism is wrong. Why? Sabi dyan, no? Sharing one's faith, evangelizing is a core practice among many religious uh, mandate from God. Yet today, a number of factors are curbing many Christians' enthusiasm for faith sharing, including the decline of, basically, it's because of apathy and because we don't want to offend people. And I've heard this already. Ay, ayoko i-share. Kasi baka mamaya, masyado kong nag, uh, ano to, masyado kong pinipilit yung beliefs ko sa niya. Ayan. You know, that's very interesting, no? Pag Kristiyano nag-share, imposing. Pag sila nag-share, opinion. <laughs> no, no. If we live in a democratic company, it needs to be two-way. We are free to express our religious beliefs. They are also free to express their religious beliefs. It needs to be a discussion, a conversation. But the problem is not them, it's us. For some of us, it's not personal. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, Christianity, that's the religion of my parents. In fact, I'm just, you know, dragged here by my parents because it's required. In fact, I'm just here because, you know, but as soon as I leave and go to college, I'm going to do my own thing. (laughs) It's not personal. For some of us, we think it's not even important. Yes, Christianity, yes, that's nice. Yes, Christianity, but, you know, there's so many things that we could do. It's not important. Not personal. The other one, the other extreme is, it's too personal. But it's my faith. I don't want to intrude your faith. I don't want to intrude your belief. It's my belief. My belief It's mine. <laughs> respect, respect me. I respect you. That's, that's not how Christianity is. You can express who you are by being respectful. The challenge is, we, feel, we see it in a wrong way. We think that, oh, I don't want to, you know, crush other people's belief. You know, tapos pag sila naman sa atin, parang, oh, my face, oh no, I'm being crushed. Why? Because we think that it is about you. We think that Christianity is about you. Your beliefs, my belief, my blessing, my breakthrough, but it's not. There needs to be a change in the way we see the gospel. The world right now hates Christianity, but actually what they hate is not Christianity, but the religion it lives out. But if we study what it is and just show what it really means, the gospel, I'm telling you it will change your life and the lives outside. It's not intruding. It's actually something that they need to hear. On the other end, we need to see also a change in how we view the person. Not you, but the person you're reaching out. So in short, ang problema, hindi yung message. Ang problema, hindi si God. Ang problema, hindi yung tao. Ang problema, tayo. We need to have a change in our perspective what the gospel is. We need to change, have a change in perspective of what a person, how a person matters to God. Let's continue with the verse. Sabi dyan, no? Pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into His harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you. Akala kasi natin yung gospel, yung message, it's for good people. I've already had this. Coach, pastor, galing po, magsistart na po ako ng life group. Nakahanap po ako ng mga Christians sa school. Nakahanap po ako ng mga Christians sa office. Magsasama-sama po kami. That's not discipleship. 
Those people are already found. They already belong to a church. But how about those people who are lost? And they would say, Naku, pastor, hirap po kasi. Naku, coach, hirap kasi. That's exactly it. But look at this. That's the heart of God. Those hard people needs to be loved. Those hard people needs to be reached. And those hard people are near you and me. Those hard people needs to be reached out by us. God wants them back. Harvest daw eh. Imagine mo yun? Harvest. Gusto ni Lord, nasa kanya siya. Ganun kamahal ni Lord. Remember that time He saved you? Remember that time you encountered Christ? How about the message of the gospel? We need to change how we preach the message. For most of us here, ang entrada natin, condemn, oppose. Ay, mali yan. Tigil mo na yan. Stop that na. Ito, ito gawin mo. Bawal yan. Ganyan, ganyan. But look at this. Verse 4 to 6. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. That talks about the, ano, ano dito? Yung pagiging, um, uh, the urgency of the gospel. Verse 5. Whatever house you enter, first say, Ano ba naman kayo? Makasalanan, mga tao. When we first enter house, what do we say? Oh, look at the sinful people. What does it say? Peace be to this house. Wow. Wow. Ang instruction ni Jesus, pagpunta mo dyan, don't go pointing other people's mistake. Declare peace. Declare that God wants them whole. Declare God wants them back. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him, but if not, it will return to you. Basically what it means, I know not all of them would receive your message, but might as well say it anyway. Wow. Our message is a message of peace, not of condemnation, not of judgment. There's a room for that, mind you. Pero yung entrada, yung umpisa, peace. Next verse, verses 7 to 8. I'm going to hurry right now. It says here, And remain in the house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Grabe, no? Akala kasi natin minsan yung evangelism, para siyang nagko-close ng deal. You know, um, there's a season in Christianity, especially in the 80s or 90s, a bit of the 2000, na yung, yung tawag namin dito mga campus missionary, shotgun evangelism, eh. <laughs> which we still do from time to time. And there's nothing wrong with this. It worked for a particular season. It worked also for a particular context. And we still do this outside the country. Basically, what happens is we go to someone and then we preach, bam! And then, tanggapin mo si Lord. Ayaw mo tanggapin si Lord? Tanggapin mo si Lord. <laughs> it's like we're closing a deal. It's like, I need you to like make a commitment now kasi may kota. <laughs> we, we need to be always closing. But look at this. When Jesus said, go there, His message is peace. And then what next? After? Upo ka doon. Kain ka. Kilalani mo sila. Kainin mo yung sineserve nila. Get to know them. Oh, kamusta? Oh, Yes. No, don't get me wrong. There is a place for that shotgun evangelism. There is a place for that. There's a context for that. But there's also this other end, which I believe Filipinos are very good. Tara, punta kayo sa bahay, nag-tay movie. Tara, kain tayo. 
Ako, busy ako eh. Tara, kain tayo. Libre ko. O sige. Ayan. <laughs> yung ganong word, di ba? Biglang nag-iibi eh. Di ba? And you don't have to like, Naku, ito napipreachan ko na nang gawin. Subo mo na eh. Subo mo na eh. Sabihin ako sa'yo <laughs> No, I just, just get to know the person. Look at that. Go and eat. Wow. Wouldn't you want that? That's Jesus' command to us. Go. Eat, have fun. Be a human being. <laughs> make friends. Make disciples. Wow. Don't feel pressure. Oh, okay. Pastor, may na-close po. May, 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 may benteng tao po. <laughs> Ako na-preach yan at na-save. Well, get to know them. Build the relationship. Befriend them. And then, look at this. Verse 9. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. The kingdom of God basically means the rule of God in your life. When there's healing, it's a proof that the gospel has come. Kita natin yung pag-preach ng gospel, hindi lang words, pero pati actions. Okay? Now, here's something interesting that when I first saw it, I was blown away. Yung word heal, actually, the root word of that in its Greek means therapeo or therapeo. Kung saan nanggaling yung salitang therapy. So sabi dito ni Jesus, you, you show that the kingdom of God is there. You show, kasi prinitch mo peace, pero you show that peace is there when there's healing or therapy, therapy happening there. What does therapy mean? And you'll be blown away by this. Okay? This is what non-Christians are doing right now, pero yung pala rip off galing sa Bible. Look at this. First thing it means is to serve. Wow. May sakit yung tao, you serve. Magaling yung Pilipino dyan. Tama ba? Sino sa inyo may anak kayo may lagnat, may asawa kayong may lagnat, biglang nag-iiba yung attitude natin, tama ba? Higa ka na lang, gusto mong soup. O oh, ito na yung cool fever sa ulo mo. <laughs> we wanna serve. Here's another one, what it also means. Yung one word na yan, it also means to cure. Yan yung alam natin. Pag may sakit, pailumin mo medicine. Okay? We're okay with that. But at the same time also, may sakit, pray for that person and declare healing upon that person. Sabay! Kung di ka Christian, isa lang ang resort mo for healing. Medication. Therapeutic intervention. Pero Kristiano tayo, meron na tayo nito, may divine intervention pa tayo. Wow! Isn't it so nice to be a Christian? It adds so many more possibilities. Therapy, cure. Now here's the other one. It also means, ang therapy kasi, ibig sabihin nun, may sakit ka na, pero may tinatawag na, ano to? Um, rehabilitative care. Ibig sabihin nun, may sakit ka na, pero tinutulungan mong bumalik sa usual um, daily lifestyle yung mga tao. So example, may nagka-problema sa leg, therapy also is helping that leg function once again para maging okay uli yung tao. That it also came there. You help another person recover. May kilala ba kayong broken-hearted? May kilala ba kayong nasaktan? May kilala ba kayong iniwa? May kilala ba kayong for whatever reason, and you're helping that person to recover, that's preaching the gospel as well. And it also means to care. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng therapy pala. 
So nung sinabi ni Jesus, heal the sick, therapy the sick, that's what it means. And when we show it by our actions, we say the kingdom of God is here. Basically, kung titina natin, no, na parang may, ang tawag po dito, angel scale, pero I don't want you to be so overwhelmed by it. Ang point lang yan, yung ibang mga tao, hindi pa nila tatanggapin si Lord muna. Magsisimula kayo malamang ayaw nila kay God, galit sila kay God, offended sila kay God. But when we show therapy, when we care, when we listen, when we serve, when we pray for them, when we eat with them, when we change our mindset about them, unti-unti, dinadala natin sila closer. If there's one thing I want you to remember about this message, it's this. We need to inch people closer to Jesus. Unti-unti. Natin biglain. Diba? Ayaw niya naman binibigla rin kayo, di ba? Gusto natin unti-unti. Okay, <clears throat> build their friendship. Okay, make them see that God cares for them. I want to end with this couple of verses. Verses 11 to 12. It says here, But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Grabe, so harsh, no? Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. Jesus was saying, People will reject the message that we're saying. But I hope the one thing they cannot accuse us of is that we didn't preach to them the gospel. Sabi dyan, no? you may reject me, but I hope you see that I did preach that the kingdom of God has come near you. <clears throat> and then look at this, verse 16. It says here, The one who hears you, hears me, and the one who rejects you, rejects me, and the one who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. Don't even think for a second that this mission is about you. Look at this. If they reject you, they're not really rejecting you. They're rejecting me. This is not about you. Summarize natin natin na pag-usapan natin. The issue is not them. The issue is not God. The issue is not the message. It's us. But God has called us, even though we're ordinary, as a community to fulfill His mission. We think it's so hard, but actually it's just being a human being, caring for them, loving them, serving them, eating with them, praying for them, not judging them na hindi nila tatanggapin si Lord, declaring healing, therapy to them, and declaring the kingdom of God is upon them. Now, they may reject you, but you're saying, I've, I've brought you the kingdom of God. It's not me that you're rejecting. It's God, yeah. Pero ang ending nun, hindi, hindi ka ma-feel bad. Kaya mo, ma- mas mabilis mag-move on. Mabilis mag-move on pag alam mong hindi ikaw. Hindi siya tungkol sa'yo. Now, application lang for all of us here. Um, I want all of us here to think about three people that we can share the gospel. Not, not just preaching, mind you. It may be just, tara, kain tayo. Connect lang. Maybe you have a friend na matagal mo nang hindi namimit. Matara, labas tayo. Wala lang. Kamustahan lang. No pressure to preach. No pressure at all. Just have fun. Relive those old times. Just don't sin. Okay. <laughs> Live the times. Have a good laugh. Listen to their problems. Pray for them when you have a chance. Ask the Holy Spirit, when's the time that I will preach the gospel? 
right? Think about three people. Or maybe the most you could do is invite them to church. Yun na muna yun. Or maybe it's just invite to, their, to your house. Or invite for a movie. Start with that. Discipleship is relationship. Again, you and I, we live here not just to live. We live here for a mission. We live here to tell who God is and what He has done for our lives. Spat on our heads and pray. Lord, we ask right now that you would put a burden in our hearts, Lord. Those people, Lord God, that we can reach out. Lord, niligtas nyo kami. You saved us on the cross. That's why we're so secured. Lord, we're not insecure when, when they reject us. But God, we think and we pray and we have a different mindset. It's about you, Lord. It's about your mission. Lord, we're sorry because we think it's too personal or it's not personal enough. That's you and you fall on either of those categories, not personal. I want you to start caring. Some of you here, you think it's too personal for you. It's God's telling you, yes, it's personal, but it's not private. It's a public way. It can be. The gospel is both a personal and a public thing. Think of all the problems of our world today. Separation, environmental issues, abandonment, corruption, crime. The root cause of that is sin. And the solution to sin is the gospel. And the gospel can only be preached by Christians when we live to tell to share and to make disciples. Lord, give us a burden for the lost. Think of those people. I want you to ask God right now. Lord, give me three people. Old friend, far off relative. Give me three people that I can connect with. Ask the Holy Spirit right now. I'm going to give you a couple of sex. I believe the Holy Spirit will drop names to you. give us people that we can invite we can have lunch with we can connect with give us a burden for the lost we want to be soldiers for your kingdom Lord thank you Lord can we all stand up right now let's just respond in worship Let's not go yet. We, we still have plenty of time. Let's just respond in worship right now. Even as we worship, maybe for some of us here, don't ilalagay ni Lord yung name. Let's just take this time to sing. Before we end, I just suddenly remembered this. No? Uh, my wife and I are talking to someone, uh, praying through it. In her workplace, there's this girl, 20-year-old girl, who said, oh, I'm just so excited. My boyfriend says that he wants to have a baby with me. So this friend of ours says, Talaga bang baby gusto niyan? Hindi hata baby gusto niyan. Parang isip niya, Ay, ganun po ba yun? And we all know what it means, right? So, ano pong ibig sabihin na hindi po baby gusto niyo? 
And then this friend of ours have to explain that. No, that, that guy just wants to have sex with you. Oh, ganun po ba yon? So, we have to explain about God's purpose for her. Now, you know, that sex is man in the context of this. Um, and he says, Ah, kailangan po pala. So, kailangan, hindi, hindi, so, yung, pag, yung sex po pala, sa pagkasal. And the girl was just, she just doesn't know. And maybe for some of you, talaga may ganyan tao? Yes! Another person, student, going there, doing all those things, having one girlfriend after the other, impregnating two of them, running away from those responsibilities, and saying, oh, sige, sa pananagutan ko yan. Oh, sige, gagawin ko yan. Could you imagine 10 years from now, those girls that she had relationship with and those kids that he abandoned. Then there's another one. In their very small house, mas maliit pa po kaysa sa blue room natin, there are 20 people inside that. The mom has four different husbands. With four di- so, apat silang panganay. Two of those panganay has also two different panganays. All in that house. Then we look at our world today. There's corruption. What is the answer to that? It's the gospel. Where is the gospel? It's with the Christians. It's not with the non-Christians. They are the mission field. We are the one who has that. What are the Christians doing? Busy with our own problems. We live in a world today where God is calling all of us here to rise up. If we really do care for our world, yes, we will vote, we will pray for our government, we will pray for, all, for our nation. But if we really do pray, care for our world, we will preach the gospel. When I heard that, that girl, it's like, that girl just doesn't know what's left or right. Makes me cry, God, use me. Have you had that broken moment? O masyado tayong overwhelmed ng problema. I want to pray for you right now. You just bow down your hands right now. Lord, we repent for our heart of stone. Make our hearts beat again. When we see problem ang sinasabi namin, kawawa naman siya, hindi nila kailangan na awa, kailangan nila ng gospel. The world says kawawa sila. We say that they can be saved. We say that they can be reached out. We say, I will do something. I will pray. I will preach. I'm going to go there. I'm not going to let it pass without doing anything, Lord. This world is already broken. I won't add to the cracks in our society. Let us be that people, the sent out ones, who's going to preach peace, peace in this broken dark, shattered world. Lord, help us. Give us, Lord God, that burden for the lost. Sugatan niyo po ulit puso naming manhit, Lord. Pasagin niyo po kami, Lord. I believe God right now wants to remember, wants you to remember your family members who are not yet Christians. They need the gospel. 
your friends, your office mates, your barangay, your community. Now it's so big, but I'm go- I believe God's putting three names. Three names lang. I'm not asking you to change your whole barangay. I'm just asking you to speak to one, to pray for one, to eat with one. Don't even think about how you could change your whole company. No, no, just think about one person. Lord, use us. And Lord, we declare that's going to be revival happening where we are right now, God. Lord, we claim this, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again.